Hello, hello, and welcome back to another Mommy Running episode five of season three. I know it's been a while since I have been able to record, but I'm super excited today. And we are going to talk about kids in athletics and some of the programs that my kids have been in, um, some of the things that I discovered. And I just want to challenge you, if you don't have kids in athletics, to find something that they can do. And if you do have kids in athletics, I want you to spend time reflecting with your kids and doing some meaningful work with mindfulness and conversation so that you really can get the best out of the program. So I know some of you might be thinking it's so expensive and that athletics is just not in your budget right now. And I I can relate to that, um, especially being a single mom. It is not something that everyone can afford. Um, a couple workarounds that I have found um, are... Counties Park and Rec, they have some really affordable programs. The YMCA will give partial scholarships and financial aid to families that maybe are on a fixed income. There are also leagues in your neighborhood There are ways that schools promote athletics. So I know that it still can be a burden on some families, and I understand. So I don't want you to feel any kind of way listening to this episode. But what I really want to focus on are the families that are engaged in athletics and some of the things that I have discovered and witnessed and reflected on as a mom. So my kids are involved in swimming, Um, taekwondo and gymnastics and all of their experiences are different when they were little we put them in soccer Um, the Y had a well they had an agreement that if there was a volunteer to coach that you wouldn't have to pay for your child to be on the team. And so that was a workaround. I don't know if YMCA's all over do that, but they're always looking for volunteer coaches. And so that was um, one of the ways that our family was able to participate. And we kind of fell off of soccer because of the demand with different ages. So I have three kids. Um, Right now they are 13, almost 10, and 8. 
and they, uh, my 13 year old doesn't really do anything with sports. So let's talk about that. So she's in middle school and there are some good things about middle school sports. And then there's some obstacles. So if you take a break like she did from a young age and then you don't play for a couple years and then you change your mind and maybe you want to play for the school, there are some gaps in the different athletes that compete. And that can be really intimidating for a kid to try out against athletes that have been doing the program for several years. So she hasn't really found anything yet that she wants to do. I will say that track is definitely an option. There are a lot of things that kids can do in terms of training for track um, on their own, with their families, and that's a, that's a great sport for kids to jump into that maybe they haven't found another sport like basketball or football or soccer that they feel comfortable trying out for. So we're still working on finding something for her. Our YMCA does have a program that is for older kids that want to swim. Um, And there are a few kids on the team. It's not a big team. So it's obvious that they either go to a more reputable program, they join a competitive team that we do have in our county, or they're just they're just done with that sport. And then we have my t- soon-to-be 10-year-old, and she did play soccer when she was teeny tiny, and that was more or less just for fun, to get her active, and that did not stay as part of her program. So she took a break, and when she was seven, she joined the swim team. And this was an opportunity. It was really, really small compared to the other ones in our community, And it gave her a lot of confidence. She started with only being able to freestyle. And she's very comfortable in the water. She's been swimming since she was tiny. So the coach was able to spend some time with her and really focus on getting the four strokes down. And by the end of the first season, she could do backstroke. And by the end of the second season, she could do all four. And now she's in her third season and she is competing in IMs. And she's quite fast. And that has really built her up to be able to compete in something that doesn't involve equipment. She can practice. Um, quite a bit because the YMCA has pools that are open all year 
And she also spent some time one-on-one with her coach, which I'm not sure if every kid gets a chance to do. I was really lucky with our coach. So that's one sport that she's in. And the benefits of the swim team, the camaraderie and the community, the girls are so wonderful with each other and cheering each other on. And the wide range of girls and ability, the relays are just wonderful in getting them to cheer for one another. And so they are competing against themselves in their best times. And then as relays, they're also competing against other groups of kids. And I love that. It has really boosted her self-esteem. And one of the things that it did physically after COVID was help burn off some of that sedentary weight that Um, we experienced more in our family just from not doing the normal activities, the parks and the indoor jumping places and things that we were used to. So there were a lot of benefits with that. My son's a little bit younger and he started swimming super young. He was three when he was taking the swim test and people couldn't believe how tiny he was and how confident he was in the water. So when he joined the swim team, it was totally different. It was all about fun. And there were only two boys on the first team that he participated in, which there, there was no competition at all. It was literally the social part and cheering each other on. He, just like my daughter, could only do freestyle, and he eventually learned backstroke in the first season. I had him work with the coach individually, And one of the things that also helped him is that he started uh, medicine for ADHD. And so during the practices, he got a lot more out of paying attention and skill the second season. And then as he got stronger and he saw his sister going from knowing one stroke to another, He actually has been able to complete um, IMs this season. So he learned butterfly and back and breast in one season and is now the um, very, actually there's only a few boys in the whole county within this program that can do the IMs. So that's been really good for him. And he does not get super upset about his times and competitions, but I do see some disappointment and I have to constantly remind him that he's a younger boy on the team and the more he practices, the better he'll get. And so I try to find a a line between not taking away the fun of the competition and also helping him push him to get his skills down because sometimes he just wants to play and I don't want him to lose that joy, but I also want him to feel a sense of um, 
competition when he's going up against peers. So those activities have been really good for them in terms of physical because they can participate year round. They're always working their bodies and it's it's been bo- wonderful for both of them. The practices are at the same time. So as a single mom, that's super important for me because I'm carting them everywhere and them being in close age range, they go to the practice at the same time. Their meets are at the same time. It's just different events that they compete in. Then my son, he's in Taekwondo, which I was recommended by his therapist. He had some aggressive issues and some things that he wasn't really able to control Um, early on. We've experienced quite a bit of trauma in our family. And so this was a way for him to get out some of those feelings in a productive way. And it also gave him um, two male role models, which he really needed. Um, So he started Taekwondo and it's not cheap at all. I have to um, really put that into the budget. He got his uniform, which is a great thing about Taekwondo because once you buy the uniform, there's not really any other costs and um, other than the courses themselves. And they are private. You kind of have to shop around um, to see what program is the best. What I loved about this program was that it was a little bit more lax on um, commitment. So, for example, he broke his wrist when he was playing football at school, and we were able to take a month off of his courses without getting a penalty for me because you prepay each month, which I appreciate. Um, You're also able each week to choose which programs and which hours fit your schedule, which are great. So if I have an opening, I can put him in another class and not worry about um, him missing or having to rearrange my schedule to fit that class. So I love those two options. And what it has done for him mentally, the once again, the camaraderie in this program, all of the boys and girls clap for one another. They are super um, strict when it comes to manners. And they have different things that they say at both the beginning of the class and at the end of the class, kind of like commandments that they promote within the um, experience. And so addressing the adults as yes, ma'am, and yes, sir, that's a non-negotiable, the idea of bowing, the idea of self-control, they're um, reminded multiple times to either pay attention in a more productive way or to still their body, which was something my son really needed as a reminder. Um, There's just so many traditional 
pieces of discipline that my son needed. And so this was a way for me um, to give him that experience. And so I really would recommend this for maybe your little guys that aren't really able to push out their emotions yet. Um, They are taking care of him and teaching him the control aspect, how to use it as stress relief. There's just a lot of really good benefits and they don't fight in the particular class that he's in. Um, There are sparring classes that you can sign your kids up for if you want them to practice fighting. But like I said, my main goal was to help him with controlling his emotions and his body. So that was a really um, powerful sport for him to be a part of. And he actually, he won the Peacemaker Award this year, the Principal's Peacemaker Award for all of the different um, ways that he promoted peace within the community of his school. And I thought, wow, that's really a testament to what Taekwondo can do um, in terms of mental and um, community. So I, I'm going to continue that program um, as long as I can. And I try to, um, well, no, I, I do. I ask the, the two younger ones to be more part of a community within our house of taking ownership for chores and different things because I've explained, you know, I have to put in more hours into my business to be able to afford this. And so I need you to take something off of my plate in terms of the housework, the dog, different responsibilities. So that that's a part of the learning experience as well as understanding it as a privilege that not every kid is able to do it. And I think it's really given them some gratitude because they love it. Um, and they don't want to stop competing. The last sport that um, my daughter has recently started and she's going into her second season is gymnastics. And I gotta be honest, I don't I don't have a great feelings about gymnastics quite yet. She loves it and she's not really good yet. So she's, you know, taking on some heavy challenges to catch up to her peers. Um, I noticed right away when she started, she was a little bit older than some of the girls in the fundamental class. And that that put some negative pressure on her because the girls had been competing that were her age. And so she was the tallest, she was the largest in stature. And that that was a struggle for her to have the girls that were around her in the beginner class able to just throw their bodies into the air. They're a lot smaller. Um, she's super tall for her age and she's just, she's not, she's built, she's built like an athlete, um, that would play like rugby or something. So she had to adjust herself. She does use the trampoline a lot to practice 
and she's turned our living room into a place where she can do cartwheels. What is missing from this program, and I'm not sure if this is everywhere, but there's not a sense of team and community. The girls are very much in touch with themselves, almost like it's a selfish sport. And there I've seen some like instances of mean girl behavior, which I hate. And so I don't know how I feel quite yet about it. I do like the fact that it is humble. it's humbled her because she went from being the best swimmer on her team to the weakest gymnast on her team. But I don't know if that's the best thing. I don't know if I like the idea. I think competition's good and humbles you, but I don't know if I like the individualism of that sport. And I think that it might put a lot of negative pressure on girls when they already have so many pressures. Um, so we'll see. She's going into her next season in the fall. She's been taking um, some summer camps to build up her strength on the bars, which is a lot of upper body strength for a girl that is super tall. And um, she's got some weight on her. Not unhealthy weight, but um, she's just not tiny like the little girls that fly across the um, the floor for their floor exercises. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about it. We're going to let her keep trying, but this may be something if I notice that it's just not healthy competition I might encourage her to do something a little bit more like dance and she's going to a dance camp this summer um, that might that might change how she feels about the tumbling and the art and she loves music um, so we'll see we'll see how that goes but what I do like is the discipline that gymnastics provides so it's very structured um, they have to do things one precise way because of the safety perspective you know it's just not safe to try to do your own thing when you're learning you can add that later you can add your flavor and all of that later but as you're learning the fundamentals and the techniques of you know, the backflip and things like that. It's it's crucial that you follow the coach and you act accordingly. And with that being said, the other thing I hate is how scary it is to watch. I, uh, when she does her back bends and her back handspring and, and some of these things that I see her spine just twisting and turning, I've never um, been able to do the movements that she does. And it's terrifying to watch. Um, I, I hope that she doesn't ever get hurt doing it because it'll probably scare her. Um, that's just the type of personality that she has. But 
you know, I, I think, I guess I would rather her do gymnastics than her brother do football. I don't know because football terrifies me too. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what positive things gymnastics is building yet, but you know, the clothing, the, the uniform, really there is only a leotard to buy and being able to do her hair up in a fancy bun for a show that, you know, it, it, it isn't as expensive as some of those other, um, sports where you got to buy new cleats every time they grow. And, um, it, it's just, it's a little bit more convenient, um, the pricing up front, obviously, to pay for the lessons, but then the equipment and things like that are minimum. So those are those are my pros with swim, taekwondo, and gymnastics is that I'm not replacing equipment. Um, yeah, so let me know your thoughts. Maybe you've got some kids in different sports that you have a perspective that's different than mine. Tell me that. I'd love to hear what you're thinking. And I think the biggest takeaway is just giving kids a chance to thrive. And we talk about that all the time, about the growth and how strong you've gotten and how great it is to see you learn so much and as a mom it's just so rewarding to see those parts of your children shine so you know as long as I can I'm going to keep them in athletics and um, watch them thrive because I've, I've only seen greatness out of it so thanks for listening and have a wonderful day